This is Real Relationship Talk with Dr. B. Pope and Fee, the Busy Bee. Real Talk is a podcast that covers everything that will help you to improve yourself and the lives of others. And just sometimes we might discuss the tea in the streets. Now, I want to introduce Dr. B. Pope and Fee, the Busy Bee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Talk. My name is Dr. B. Pope. And I'm Fee, the Busy Bee. And as we always say, happy Saturday. Saturday. Yes. And you know, if you're here with us, you have started your Saturday off right. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much for listening in to Black Radio Hall of Fame. We're so excited you guys are here. And yes, yes, yes. Well, Fee, how was your week? It was amazing. You know, I'm excited sitting here right now. I am just blown away about how many prayers God has been answering already this year. I know a lot of us have started off talking about the things we want to see changed in the year. And let me tell you guys, I don't know about you, but I am telling you, when you pray, that seed of faith, it goes somewhere. God is listening. Yes, he has given Better Care for You the opportunity to accept Medicaid. And let me tell you, we are fired up about it. And you know why? Because we get an opportunity to help others out there to get what? Better care. So I'm super excited about that. I know my week was great. I mean, it was some beautiful weather. It wasn't cold. It wasn't raining. It It was just right for the winter months. But I know I got some sad news yesterday when I heard that Carl Weathers died. Um, He passed away yesterday, and that was kind of like a sad little moment for me because he was the man in the 80s when I was growing up. I remember him as Apollo Creed. I remember him as Chubbs Peterson, you know, from (laughs) Happy Gilmore. But I remember him from Predator, but also I remember him from Action Jackson. That's right. And that was the first action movie that I remember where I was just like, wow, this is a cool movie. I mean, the brother was buff. I mean, he could act. And he was just the... Just a just just a cool guy to look at as a young man. So I'm just uh, my my prayers and condolences go out to him and his family. Yes. But I know that he lived an iconic life. I mean, I want to put it like that. I mean, winning so many accolades and just really just being a dominant figure in Hollywood for young African American males and women to look up to. Yeah. And so, what series is he on now? Is the, it the Mandalorian, Mandarin? right? The, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I believe okay. They won all kind of awards for yeah. that as well. I'll be part of the Star Wars what franchise. Time is it? It's wow. time for the tea. It's time, it's time for, for the, the tea. tea. All right. Okay, guys. Let's talk about Usher, right? The controversy going on with the Vogue cover. But first of all, let's go back to the good stuff. You know that he is going to be performing. Yes. At the Super Bowl. At the Super Bowl. And you know he going to let it burn. You know he's going to be tearing <laughs> it up. And you know, one thing about Usher, right? He's been doing so great in Las Vegas, doing his shows and on his skates and doing all these cool things. So I'm like, what is the Super Bowl show you know going to be about? Be ready. It's going to be awesome. I think the last time Usher was on a Super Bowl show was when he went out with the Black Eyed Peas. And he actually came out and jumped over Will I Am's head and started dancing and doing different movements. So I don't even remember that. I remember that. So he actually did a jumping kind of dance move. So I'm just wondering and can't wait to see what Usher is going to do. Right. I mean, because his moves are already dynamic and what he's doing in his show in Las Vegas. So I can't wait to see some surprises and some little touches here and there that he's going to do to show them why he should have already been there performing at the Super Bowl. 
Let's talk about the controversy, okay, about this cover, the Vogue cover. We have Usher. He's on there looking great. But then we got all this talking going on. What's going on, Dr. B. Pope? Well, the streets are talking. Um, right, I was in now. the car the other day and I heard people talking about this. And at the time, I didn't even know about the Vogue cover. But basically, Usher is on the cover of Vogue. And he's with a football team from Las Vegas. But then there's a, a Caucasian female on the cover with Usher. All right? So not a big deal, right? But what they're saying is that no black man can hold the cover on Vogue by himself. All right, LeBron James was on there several years ago, and he had another Caucasian model with him. And then Kim and Kanye West was on the cover, and of course, Kanye had Kim Kardashian on there. Right. So what the talk was that these black males cannot hold the cover of Vogue by themselves. And we so, know that's not true. They can totally cover the vote by themselves. Right. I mean, Usher's dynamic. Kanye West, I mean, come on. LeBron James. You know, LeBron James, I mean. So that's what the conversation really? was about. A lot of people were saying, if a black man is on a cover, why does a Caucasian female have to be on there with him as well? So that's what the conversation was. Because Harry Styles was on a cover, and guess what? He was on there by himself. Right. And he's a Caucasian young man. Mm. So that's what the controversy came. So what what do you think about that? We'd we'll love to hear your point of view. And thanks, be the Busy B, for letting me talk about the tea. Well, I am super excited to share this news, guys, about what's going on in the city of Atlanta. Yes, Atlanta. Mayor Dickens has been amazing at setting up something great for our homeless community. The city of Atlanta is celebrating the opening of its first rapid housing initiative that will provide unhoused people with a permanent place to live. The project called the Melanie is a major milestone toward Mayor Dickens' goal of adding 20,000 affordable housing units in Atlanta by 2030. Wow. He said during a ribbon-cutting event last Friday, the, this features 40 converted shipping containers on city-owned property at 184 Forsyth Street Southwest near the Garrett Martyr Station in South Downtown. Each container will be a bedroom, a kitchenette, to allow privacy and independent living. It is gonna be so great, and the residents will have access to community amenities and support services. Wow, that's awesome. Isn't that amazing? And then the cool thing about it is in August, the mayor uh, signed an executive order to allocate $4 million toward the purchase of the containers from Georgia Emergency Management Agency. So I love it because he's talking about this initiative. He, we know that he had gotten the money and signed for it, but to actually see that he's really, he really has used the money toward what he said he was going to do. Yeah, that's And come amazing. on, guys. A lot of times, you know, politicians, they say a lot of stuff and don't do Especially it. Especially new politicians just to get elected. Exactly. And I think that's a great initiative because I know in Atlanta right now, in 2023, it says there were approximately 2,700 homeless people in the city of Atlanta. So I bet if you go outside of Atlanta to other cities, that number probably grows considerably. I'm sure. But I'm loving it how someone has said, I'm going to spearhead this and I'm going to take an initiative to solve this problem. So kudos goes out to Mayor Dickens for his work on this issue. Yes, yes, yes. And listeners, please, please be aware of this. Pray about it. Think about it. You know, help me out. But I am on the trail of getting in touch with uh, 
uh, Mayor Dickens and Better Care for You is going to really go out and try to provide some extra services that are needed over in the community. So I'm super excited about that, guys. It's one of my things that I want to do, and that's the way that I want Better Care for You to be able to give back. So, yes, yeah, so be praying about that, guys. And uh, I'm just excited. I'm glad to see something like this happening. And like um, you said, Dr. B, I'm just so glad that, you know, they other people, other cities will be able to see this and emulate it because I think it's just something amazing. And that's the tea on the street. Be the Busy Bee, thank you so much for that. So after the break, we'll be back. This is Real Talk. I'm Dr. B. Pope. And I'm Fee, the Busy Bee. with your parents. They're living under your roof now and you're taking care of them. Yes, I've been there. What do you do with your family's home? Would selling the home help you with the responsibilities of taking care of your loved ones? Here at Your Forever Agent, we have the answers. Looking to sell the family home or looking to increase your home size, we are here for you. At Your Forever Agent, the Pope team will assist you. Call us today, 770-904-9478. Again, that's 770-904-9478. We are ready to assist you. Are you feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or lost in life's journey? It's time to find peace and guidance at A Better Counselor Services, your trusted partner in pastoral counseling. At A Better Counselor Services, we offer a safe space for individuals and families seeking support, healing, and spiritual guidance. Our holistic approach integrates faith-based principles with professional counseling techniques, empowering you to navigate life's challenges with resilience and hope. Contact us at 404-992-8273 or visit our website at www.abettercounselor.com to learn more about our virtual and in-person services. Your journey to living your best life continues here. Yes. Give me the horns. 
They say it could have been me, and that's what we need to be grateful for because we could have been in that place that Feed the Busy Bee talked about earlier, homeless or no shoes on our feet, but God has blessed us in a different manner. So. Yeah, he's blessed us tremendously, and I just want to shout out again Mayor Dickens for what he's doing in the city of Atlanta. That's right. Well, this show is about finances. Um, one of the top five resolutions of the year for many people was to have a better outlook on their finances. Okay. Uh, and I received an email a few days ago, and I think it would be a great groundwork for this show. All right. It says, hello, Dr. B. Pope and Fee the Busy Bee. I want to let you know that I am a fan of the show. You two do a great job of complimenting each other. Since this is a new year, my resolution is to focus on my finances. My goal is to save money and to develop a more purposeful purposeful mindset with my finances. I want to be more of an example to my kids. Also, why do you think that so many people struggle with finances and saving money? Sign, Knowledge 2024. Thank you so much, Knowledge2024, for that email about finances. And I love it that you are setting these goals for yourself in regards to finances. And I think finances, that's, that's major, especially in our culture. Exactly. Because I think that, to answer her question at the end, why do so many people struggle with finance, finance financial literacy, or just having control over their finances? And I think that a lot of times people don't talk about financial problems or financial concerns. I think growing up, I remember my parents didn't sit down with me and educate me on budgets or different things like that. It wasn't none of that. They just kind of, hey, I, I, we went to the store, we shopped. But nobody talked about it. Even when my parents had challenges in the household, um, I don't remember a lot of dialogue going on with that. Right. And even, like, growing up, like, you know, later on when you grow up, you know, you'll uh, hear people talking then and saying, man, when we grew up, we were really poor. But then you as a child was like, I didn't think I was poor because you didn't know what was going on. And then you were just happy and and free and, you know, because we didn't have to pay the bills and think about those different things. So so we didn't know. And I remember when I took, I, I remember when I was in high school, we had a class and it was economics, I believe. Okay. And I think the only thing they taught us is how to sign a check. I remember that class, yeah. We had a checkbook and we had to budget our checkbook. Exactly. But that was it. It wasn't anything else that we had to do. Right. So even as a young, you know, teenager, I had no clue about money. I knew I got it. I wanted to have a little bit, save a little bit, but I wanted to spend as well. Mm -hmm. But no one really gave me that education that I could take into my old, that I took into my older years when it came to really being purposeful with money. I agree. 
And that's something that we really should have more in the schools. Yes. And I think when we have it, it should just be more in depth. Right. You know, because you're going to need money to survive. So that's a very important tool that you should know a lot about. It's time for How Would You Answer? Now, this is a special segment of our show where Fee and I will ask each other questions dealing with the topic of the day. Now, she doesn't know the questions that I'm going to ask her, and I don't know the questions that she's going to ask me. So, let's get ready. So, Fee the Busy Bee, how did you view money as a child? How did I view money as a child? All right. Well, I'm Virginia Foster's daughter, okay? So, uh, let's see here. I'm sorry I'm not talking to Mike. So, basically, with my mom, she taught me basically to work hard, right? So, when I had a job and without work and do little odd things around the house and get allowances, she always taught me to take half and save. And then the other half, have that for things that you might want to do or whatever. And, um, and that's how I did it. So that was what I learned about money. You don't spend it all. You take half and put it up and save it, and then you do what you want to do with the other half. All right, your question, Uh, Dr. B. Pope. What was your version of success, financial success, as a young adult? As a young adult, my version of financial success was purchasing a car that said ding, ding, ding when you open the door. And I know this is a running joke in our household. Well, you know, when we were growing up, we never had a car that alarmed when you opened the door. So I remember, I think, in 1988 or something like that, might have been 1989, my mother finally purchased a Thunderbird. And it was a used Thunderbird, but when you opened the door, it said ding, 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 ding. (laughs) And I remember we thought we had made it because we had never had a car that said ding, ding, ding. And that was our version of success. Wow, okay. Okay, so Feed a Busy Bee, share a light bulb moment when it comes to finances that you experienced. Okay, a light bulb moment. I think I remember when I was, um, well, I've been a real estate agent for 17 years, and so uh, when my mom got hurt, I stopped doing on-site agent and went to resale, right? And so I remember closing this account. I'm sorry, going to a closing, and the guy walked away with over $80,000. Wow. And he looked over at me and said, huh, maybe you'll do this one day. Mm. And I said, well, you know, let me know what you did and how you did it so I can do it one day. And so I remember sitting down there listening to him and, and going through the steps of what he did. And I'm telling you, it took me a minute, but I was able to sit at a closing table and leave with me some money, too. Right. And I so that. Um, that was just like amazing because I remember coming home telling Burrell after he talked to me, and I was like, we got to do this, we got to do this. Right. And I'm always bringing Burrell some crazy ideas. He was looking at me like, girl. <laughs> but uh, we did it. And, you know, I, I think that was a light bulb moment and really helped me to change my mindset about money and how it can be used. Right. All right, Dr. B. Pope, uh, share with us a shocking moment about money for you. Well, I remember when Felicia and I, I think we were in our second year of marriage, and we both were in the ministry at the time, and I remember the church accountant had called me to his office, and he said, the IRS has garnished your wages, and I did not even know what that meant at the time, but I had not paid taxes for about two or three years, so the IRS caught up with me, and they said, hey, we need our money, and we're going to take it out of your paycheck. So I remember I was shocked, I was horrified, and I was like, how am I going to pay my bills? I could not believe what had happened. So the accountant, we called the IRS, and we set up a payment plan, so I was able to pay them back. 
on time. And I had to tell Felician, and that was, woo, that was very humiliating right there. So one thing that I learned at an early age, do not miss with the IRS. Pay those taxes. So that was my shocking moment when it came to finances. I know that's right. So this is the segment that we might implement on some of our shows where you all will be able to have dialogue with Felicia and I about the topic that we're going to have. And sometimes we actually might go out into the streets and ask them these type of questions. I like that. So, yeah. So we're going to be teaching them how to be financially savvy. I love it. Right, so after the break, we're going to continue our discussion on finances. And we're going to talk about some tips that we've implemented in our life that will hopefully help you to be more financially savvy. savvy. Feed the Busy Bee, and I'm here with Better Care For You. And we treat our clients like family, and we live to care. Why call us? We take our mission to provide exceptional in-home care in familiar surroundings seriously. Our services are a companion sitter, personal care, and also we work with Alzheimer's and dementia patients. Call us. The number is 678-900-8397. Or check us out on the web at bettercare for you. That's bettercare, the number four, you. everyone welcome back to real talk i'm dr b pope and i'm fee the busy b and that song is from the new jack city soundtrack for the love of money by troop lavert and queen latifah that was a hit and i love that song back in the day so we're talking about finances today and one of our listeners sent us an email regarding finances she wants to learn how can she do better with her financial outlook over the years you know for this year so what Felicia, Feed the Busy B and I, we're going to do for the next few minutes is just give you a little pointers that have helped us over the years. So first of all, the biggest thing that we learn is pay yourself first. That when you get paid, it's so easy to pay all of your bills first and then you might have a little money for yourself. But one thing that we've learned over the years is that you have to pay yourself first. 
take some money out, put it aside, and that's what you use for your savings or investments, and then pay all of your bills. And you might be saying, I can't do that. I'm, my check is tight. But you don't have to take 10%. You can take as much as you possibly can out to start you a little nest egg. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's, it's really going back to the 50, 30, 20 rule, right? Right. Because, you know, like I said, growing up, my mom was like, okay, take your check and split it in half, right? So if you split it in half and then take the other half and split that in half, you know, that's where you use to, you know, have savings or to put into some kind of investment. Um, I'd love to encourage people to look at Acorn and different platforms like that where you can be able to um, be able to put your money in something well, it will be able to yield a return for you. Right. Um, and basically, that's just, you know, in an SP 500, some kind of index fund or something, I think will be great for people to do. But definitely take half of that check and then take the other half and half in that again. Right. I think that's a great rule. And also, learn how to be comfortable with a budget. Because yes. if you don't have a budget, you are just winging it. So you have to get comfortable with sticking with a budget because you have to know what you have and where you're starting and where you're ending every single month and i know i gotta be honest sometimes felicia and i we get a little lackadaisical with our budget but we still know what we have coming in and one thing i know about my wife she is savvy with those numbers i mean she knows the dollar i mean she is very good which is not my strength but i give it to her man she she does a great job with that and i think with doing a budget guys i think you need to look at your account every single day and here's the deal guys don't get excited when you have a lot of money in your account I think we look at things you know a little differently you know what you're doing is you're just looking at your account every day to make sure you know uh, audible hadn't overcharged you or somebody went into your account and did something you know you're always monitoring your money so that's one thing I want to say. And I think we think that we don't have to do that if we don't have that much. No, you monitor your money. A lot of times people lose $2, $5 here or there that's been taken out for something they didn't even pay for. Right. And they're not even thinking about it. So, guys, remember, we don't want to leave any money on the table. So you always monitor your money. And I think also, too, you need to have an emergency fund. Mm -hmm. That's a part that's of that right. budget. So it needs to be three to six months, I would say, right. to do an emergency fund. I like that. Three to six months. And also, I think that this is something you might have to grow into, but learn different tax laws by maybe setting up a LLC for yourself yes. or a business. You will be surprised at the number of write-offs that you can get when you have your own business and i know that you probably heard that before but i know felicia and i we have several businesses and we write off pretty much anything and everything from trips to vehicles and we learned the hard way because what happened we started our business we had a great year and at the end of the year we were happy then we did our taxes we had to pay the government back thirty-five thousand dollars Yes, y'all, $35,000. So that really taught us to be more savvy with taxes, learning how to write off different things, learning the government loopholes that you can do to save some taxes on your refund. I mean, not your refunds, but when you pay the government. Yeah, I think that's a big thing to do. So you definitely want to be able to do that. 
And that's for our business owners, small businesses. You know, right. definitely, you know, hit us up with an email if you think that you want to know more about that. Um, we don't have any problem with sharing the things that we're doing and how we're trying to manage our money. I think also, too, we talked about Acorn, but I didn't, um, you know, be more responsible with that. Just remember with all these different platforms that you use to do different investments, you want to make sure that you have a beneficiary on those accounts. Those accounts are very easy to slip by and not think of a beneficiary. You throw them on your phone, they're on an app, and you keep moving. But you really need to call that actual uh, uh, entity that you're going to be using and make sure you get a beneficiary on that. You don't want something to happen to you, and then the money that you've saved is not yours. Well, these are tools that we can help the parents, but how can we help our kids to be more educated when it comes to finances? I think this is great. First of all, parents, let's give allowances. You know, let's do this award system, right? right? Let's reward our kids. If they're cleaning their bedroom and taking out the trash and doing the dishes, let's start allowance. So let's give them some allowance for doing those things, right? And then let's teach them what to do with that allowance. They have so many cool um, gadgets as far as like envelope designs and stuff, and it tells you to save $5 and save $2 and save $3. They have these different systems, and at the end of that month, you've saved like $50. Wow. At the end of that month, you save 100 right. So little tools like that. Um, get them a savings account where they can put their money in or a high yield savings account that I suggest for you as a parent too as well but I think that those tools will really be able to help your kids to win financially as well. I like that and even give them a budget. Yeah and then they need a they need they need a little app. They they let, get them an acorn account, right. you know? <laughs> I mean so many creative things that you can do with your kids these days. Well we've come to an end of another show and knowledge 2024. I hope that these tips have helped you. So our quote of the week is, too many people spend money they earned to buy things they don't want to impress people they don't like. And that's by Will Rogers. And pretty much what he's saying is that sometimes we spend money, but we might not like the things that we're buying, but we do that to impress other people. Wow, well, this has been great. So, guys, hey, we want to keep you guys in the conversation. Please email us at realtalkbrhf at gmail.com. Again, that's realtalkbrhf at gmail.com. And, guys, it's Feed the Busy Bee. And I'm Dr. B. Pope. And we are busying out. Thank you for listening to Real Talk with Dr. B. Pope and Fee the Busy Bee. Be sure to follow Dr. B. Pope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow Fee the Busy Bee on TikTok and Instagram.